0: Okay y'all, so I finally got off my ass and read Vengeful, which for those of you who don't know is the sequel to Vicious by V.E. Schwab. And I put off reading this because I was told by my friend Kat who told me to read Vicious that Vengeful was just a lot of shit that goes down and there's a lot of pain and suffering and it's like a great book, but also it really sucks. And so I put off reading it for a while and then I read it and I realized that I actually didn't think it was that bad and I've been told again by Kat that not hating vengeful is a very controversial opinion and that I have a lot of like wrong opinions about vengeful so don't hate me like I'm kind of scared to record this, just given Kat's reaction to my reaction, but we're gonna do it anyways, I guess. Books, TV, music, and movies, all things that make a big impact on everyone. I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who will listen, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I'm Maya Ghosh, and this is my take. as always of the book we're going to start with a little bit on the writing now the writing was amazing again because VE Schwab cannot write a bad book if she tried like her writing style is amazing and I don't know how to describe it but it's just so good and like the cliffhanger thing from vicious still stands so like You get left on a cliffhanger from the past and then you jump to the present. And then you read the present really quickly because you want to get back to the past to figure out the cliffhanger from the past. And then you get left on a cliffhanger in the present and then you find the cliffhanger from the past. But then you're like freaked out about the cliffhanger from the present. So, it's like you get through the book really quick because you always get left on a cliffhanger and you always want to know what happens. Um... But the writing is amazing. Like, I don't know how to talk about the writing and do it justice. It is just amazing. So now we're going to move on and have a discussion about the characters. And I was gonna try and do the plot, but I did my vicious episode just talking about the characters. So we're gonna keep the same theme with Vengeful. Starting with Marcella, and I didn't hate her. Like, okay, she became more of a villain towards the end and obviously i liked victor a lot more than i liked her but i didn't hate marcella either like her thoughts and opinions were kind of justified in the fact that like her husband was an ass and murdered her and i love that she took revenge and she showed up to his poker game, and she was like, I don't know what was going on. I just, I blacked out, and I woke up in the hospital, and you weren't there, and then just melts him to ash, because her power is kind of really cool, but also kind of scary, um, and then she killed all the other major mob bosses with Jonathan's help, and just took over the mob. Like, I love that she's this, like, random asshole. I mean, it's not random, because she's a mob wife, but I love that, like, in the scheme of, like, you think of Vicious, like, the mob never shows up, and then Vengeful were just like, hey, we're gonna take over the mob, which, like, I fully supported it, um, and also, speaking of Jonathan, his power is really cool, but also really sucks, because he's so depressed that he tried to commit suicide, but his power wouldn't let him, and that really sucked, but also the fact that you could have a force field, and, like, share your force field with other people was really cool, um, and then, Marcella's truce with Stell in order to track Victor, like, this is where she started, like, falling off, in my opinion, of her, because I love Victor more than her, and I didn't want anything bad to happen to Victor, so, like, when she died, I wasn't that mad either, because she was becoming, like, an antagonist for Victor, and I was like, okay, well, you need to go, but also, she wasn't terrible, You know, like, I didn't expect to like any of the new characters because I was so attached to, like, Victor and Mitch and Sid, but Marcella was fine. Um, Speaking of the other new character, June, who, when she was first introduced, I was kind of excited because it said June adjusted her ponytail, and that gave me June of Legend by Marie Lu vibes, and I fucking love legend legend it's like one of my favorite trilogies to ever exist june is iconic i aspire to be her like june from legend and so i was very excited i was like oh my god is this going to be another june that like i love but you know the way june developed i didn't actually like her in the end so it kind of sucked um her shape shifting was really cool and like I would want her shape-shifting more than I would want Dom's ability to walk through shadows. So, I really like that she's shape-shifting, but also not only is she shape-shifting, she's basically a voodoo doll because she just turns into people like when she was with the mob boss trying to kill him. She just turned into one of his guards and the guard shot himself and he died and then she turned into the mob boss and the mob boss shot himself and he died. So like that was really cool but also June was not my fave because she was all possessive over Sydney. And so I didn't like that her amazing power was in like her hands, you know? Um, especially because at the end, she shows up as Mitch and holds a gun to his head and is like, Victor, you better do this for me. And I'm like, no, you don't get to fucking threaten Mitch. Mitch is amazing. And that was not what your power is used for. You need to back the fuck off of Mitch. Mitch is amazing and does not deserve this treatment. I swear to God, I hated that so much. That was like, no, I could not deal with that. Even though, you know, nothing happened and Mitch was fine. I could not deal with the threat of that. Um, and then I hated June and Sydney being, like, secret friends, mostly because I hated June feeling like she had this claim over Sydney, and she's like, I want to take Sydney away from Mitch and Victor, and they're not her real family, and maybe the two of us can be a real family and stuff, because, like, Sid deserved a good friend and somebody to talk to, because living with Victor and Mitch can be stressful, but... I hated that it was June because June was not, like, being truthful, and June didn't actually want Sydney to, like, stay with Victor and Mitch. She wasn't being, like, a supportive friend. She was, like, doing it as a means to an end, and so I hated that, like, Sydney was kind of getting played, Um especially because... Then, she ends up drugging Sid and locking her in the bathroom to try and, like, protect her from this fight when Sydney is totally capable of protecting herself, A, and B, she would have been much safer off with Mitch, who can protect her and who has been protecting her this whole time, so, like, fuck you, June. Um, and also, June almost killed Victor, but, like, okay, she does show up and save him in the trap with the doctor's office in Merritt, which we appreciate, but she's still like she's almost gonna kill victor like june is just so shady and i never got a good vibe from her i was always like you're really, being really shady and even though she had her moments or like yes she was like being an outlet for sid and yes she did save victor like it didn't outweigh the fact that she's super shady and i hated the fact that it ended with her erasing herself from eon's database because that means that obviously she's gonna be in the third book whenever we get the third book and I don't like that because I don't like her and I don't want her in the third book like I'd rather have Marcella come back from the dead and her like dramatics and theatrics and party throwing mob boss killing ass be in the third book but not June. June is just shady and I'm scared of anything worse happening with sid and victor and mitch's relationship so june can go away (laughs) now we're going to move on to dom and dom i loved him like i love that he was clean and he had his shit together and like i love that he was our spy and our man on the inside but also i hated the amount of stress that that caused him so it was like a weird thing where i was like yes dom like you be this amazing spy and this great person and infiltrate EON. But also, like, he was so freaked out. I felt so bad. And then he gets caught hacking the computer, which I hated that entire scene. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why are they getting him caught? How did they show up in this room? What the hell is going on? And then he uses the powers and he sneaks out and he's, like, able to walk through time and he's, like, going along and nobody can touch him. And then he takes the bullets for Victor and dies! And I... I hated that because he did nothing wrong ever and he was so good and so like everything in his life was on the up and up. He had his job and he was clean and like all of this stuff and he didn't deserve to die. That was not okay. Oh my god. I was not okay with that. Like no. Dom did not deserve to die. And like yes he saved Victor who otherwise would have gotten shot, but Dom did not deserve to die. So, I hope they resurrect him in the third book because I need him in the third book. If you're going to put June in the fucking third book, you need to resurrect Dom. Um, so yeah, now moving on to Sydney who when she found out about Serena and ran away and almost got killed and then almost killed Victor. Like, that was a lot, but it was a lot less than I thought was gonna happen. Like, when we read Vicious, and in the end it was like, I'm gonna find out whoever killed Serena, and I'm gonna exact revenge and all this. Like, I was prepared for the biggest fucking fight to ever exist. I was prepared for, like, shots to be fired, and people to be hitting each other, and people to run away and not talk for, like, months at a time. So the fact that it was just, like, this one little scene and then everything went back to being okay like i was not happy obviously because i didn't want anything bad to happen in victor and sydney's relationship and obviously this was something bad happening in their relationship but at the same time like i thought it was going to be a much bigger deal so i was okay with how it played out um and then i loved that sid was like working on her power and we got to see how her power could like progress and change and how she was getting better and she could like pull things back from like less and less and stuff and like i really love that we see her getting more powerful and like growing and having this arc and i really think that that will be a thing in the third book too and like her power getting to shift and change and i hope that we see that with other people and see if like we can see other people, like, developing their power or shifting their power or something. Like, that would be really cool. Um, and then I was so fucking proud of Sydney when she revived, not revived, when she decided that not reviving Serena would be a better option and she left Serena dead because if she'd revived Serena, I don't know what I would have fucking done, but Serena does not need to be a part of this. Serena needs to stay dead. And Sydney needs to accept that her family is Mitch and Victor and nobody else. And so the fact that she was like, you know, I've just been putting this off because I actually don't want Serena back and stuff. Like, I was so proud of her and so fucking happy because I was so scared that she was going to revive Serena and all how it was going to break loose. So that was like the best Sydney moment there was. Um... And then fucking Dole died again and had to be revived. And, like, fuck you, V.E. Schwab. Like, I know. Dole does not deserve this. I said this in my vicious episode. If Dole died again in Vengeful, I was going to scream. And now he died, so I'm screaming. Like, what the fuck? Dole is always a good boy, and always listens to Sid and Mitch, and doesn't deserve this treatment, and I'm scared because Sydney's revived him, like, a bunch of times now, and I don't know if there's, like, a number limit on her power, but if there is, Dole's slowly using up his times he can be revived, and I don't want him to be permanently dead, because that would break Sydney's heart, and so, like, Dole needs to stop fucking dying, is what needs to happen. Um, and then, obviously, The last Sydney moment would be getting kidnapped by June and having to shoot her way out of the bathroom. Fuck you, June. Like, no. The way to get somebody's friendship and trust and, like, want them to be your family is not to kidnap them and lock them in a bathroom. It may have worked for Massimo in 365 days, but, June, you're not a mob boss. Like, stop kidnapping people. Anyways. Moving on now to Mitch, who continues to be the most pure and sweet and good character to ever exist. Like, he looks out for Sid, and he drinks his chocolate milk, and he's kind of the best, and I love him. And, like, he does not deserve the stress that he gets from being part of this family and, like, Victor's antics and the fact that Sid's, like, trying to cope with everything and the fact that Victor's not telling Sid about shit. Like, Mitch does not deserve all that stress because Mitch is the best. And he also did not deserve to be beat up by EON and left barely alive, which, like, fuck EON for just being EON, but also fuck them for beating up Mitch. And, like, thank God he did not get shot because I did not need to see Sid having to revive Mitch. Um, and then, you know, Mitch, as he does, is the best and rescues Victor when he's getting out of EON and swoops in and saves the day love mitch mitch can do no wrong in my eyes i swear to god if she fucks with mitch in the third book i'm gonna scream like mitch and dole and dom cannot be fucked with and like sid and victor but sid and victor have to be fucked with because they're eos but like i mean i guess dom's an eo too but dom's like not a main character eo so he doesn't have to be fucked with Ugh. anyways now we are moving on to victor and I hated that he wasn't telling Sid that his power came back wrong. And then he only comes clean about it when he almost kills Sydney, trying to leave the room so he can die, which, like, no, bad Victor. Like, you need to tell Sydney things. Your family should not have secrets. Like, you already have to keep secrets from a majority of the world. Why are you keeping secrets from the people you trust? Um, and speaking of, I hated the fact that he was dying and, like, every time he kind of majorly used his power he had to die and like then he finds out about EON and kind of becomes the new Eli and goes around murdering EOs which like I hated this but I hated this less than I hated Eli because Victor wasn't trying to justify it on some moral high ground he was just like look I gotta kill these people because they knew who I am and I'm supposed to be dead and I need to cover my tracks. And I was like, okay, that is a logical assessment of the situation. Eli was just doing this because he was all, I'm holier than thou and Eos are wrong and all this fucking bullshit. So, as much as I hated Victor going around being a mass murderer, I didn't hate it as much as Eli going around being a mass murderer, you know? Um,. And then I didn't like that Victor started spiraling when the, I think his name was Campbell, the deer hunter, animal saver dude couldn't save him. And he started spiraling out of fucking control. And then he goes to the trap and Merritt, And like how he got out alive from that, I don't actually know. Like I read the scene. I read him going to the ambulance. I read him doing all this shit. But like, I swear to God, every time Victor gets into a situation, I have no clue how he's going to get out alive but he does get out alive and he continues to do it so him and Michael Schofield from prison break I think would be really great friends and if they teamed up I'm pretty sure they could take over the fucking world because both of them have this uncanny ability to just like you think I'm gonna die you think I'm gonna get caught nope like we're gonna do this and you'd never thought of this plan but it's actually gonna work so yeah and then you know Victor auditions for Marcella, and she sells him out to Stell, which we hate because we don't want Victor to be caught by EON, and then Victor gets caught by Stell, and I was so fucking panicked about this scene, and I was like, oh my god, he's gotten caught, what the hell is gonna happen, and then, of course, all hell breaks loose, and he's able to escape, and then he cracks Jonathan's force field and kills him, which, like, really kind of sucked for Jonathan. But it was kind of cool to see that you could go through Eo's powers. But also kind of scary because I don't know what that means for the third book. Like, I mean, does it mean that Victor couldn't kill Eli because Victor can go through a force field so he can go through Eli's regeneration? Like, I don't know. But we'll see. Um, and then the power suppressants that he takes um, from Havarti going rogue, like, it scares me that they're working, and that they're working to curb his, like, dying, because he only took so much, and so I'm scared that, like, now he's gonna become, like, Dom, and he's gonna be strung out and turned to, like, normal drugs to try and do something, and he's gonna go through all these links to, like, get more power suppressants and stuff, so, like, I'm really scared, because it's obviously not gonna work forever, it can't, so that's going to come up in the third book, and I'm sure V.E. Schwab is going to, like, fuck with Victor, um, and then we kill Stell, which, Stell didn't really deserve to die, but also the life that Stell was living was, like, it was a lifetime job doing this EON work, right, like, he was never going to actually retire unless Victor and Eli were both in the ground, or he got killed, and so, like, Stell was fine like I hated Stell on the principle that he was like an antagonist to Victor but he was not like a bad person I mean he was just doing his job and so like it felt to me like a mercy killing like I obviously Victor was not seeing it as a mercy killing right he was getting rid of somebody who was in his way but like in terms of the grand scheme of the book it felt more like mercy killing and the fact that, like, Stell doesn't have to go through all this stress and agony of running EON and, like, trying to catch these criminals who he thinks he's caught, but he actually hasn't, you know? Like, it felt okay that Stell was dying. And then, fuck you, Victor, from the bottom of my heart for not meeting up with Sid and Mitch. Like, not only do they deserve better, but you deserve to be like in a family and just be peaceful and be okay. Like, for once, EY is not an issue, and you're just could chill and live your life, but you're not actually going to go with them. So, like, fuck you, because everybody in that situation deserved better. And I really just wanted them to like ride off into the sunset and be this like super happy family and all be okay. But no, he's not gonna meet up with them. So, fuck you, Victor. And now, finally, we're going to talk about Eli. And okay, I first have to say that I did not mind Eli being vivisected. Now, I know that this is where I'm going to get a lot of hate from like hardcore vicious people. But I just couldn't come around to Eli. Right? Like, I, I really couldn't. And like, I never would have thought of that as, like, something he should go through, right? When he was going to prison, I was like, oh, he's just going to prison. Great. Like, I'm glad he's going to prison and that's where he belongs. But I didn't actually mind that he was being experimented on because, like, I hated him. So I could care less about what was happening to him in prison. And, like, okay, his past... Did fucking suck right like his father being abusive hate that like why are fathers always abusive and like 50% at least of books there is an abusive father which like why fuck 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 off um and then he had to find his mom after she committed suicide which you know breaks my fucking heart for him And then he killed his dad, which I kind of approve of that part of his past. Like, his dad deserved it, and I was not mad at Eli for killing his dad. And then Patrick and Lisa were such a good family to him, and they fucking died! Like, what the fuck? Why does he not deserve a break? Like, I was like, okay, he's just gonna live his life out with Patrick and Lisa, and it's gonna be okay. And then they fucking died. And then... He gets paid off by his girlfriend's dad to go to some other university, which he didn't even really like that girlfriend. He was just kind of with her to be with her. So, like, I mean, I guess if you have to break up, get something out of it. Like, sure, whatever. But, you know, maybe had he not broken up with her, we wouldn't be reading these books because he would have stayed not at Lockwind and not become an EO. Anyways, um... So as much as Eli's past sucked, I couldn't reconcile that with the Eli of Vicious. And like, I couldn't put them together as one person in my mind. Right. I was just like, oh, Eli and his past, that really fucking sucked. But Eli and Vicious was a fucking asshole and was like, I'm better than you and all yours are bad. And I've been put on this mission by God and da, 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 So that was why I kind of just went on hating Eli because, like, I just, I couldn't. I couldn't get around to him. I really, like, I don't know. I just couldn't. <laughs> and so, like, I loved when he figured out um, the mass murderer was Victor and then he didn't tell stell and then he gets la- out to catch marcella which obviously was never gonna end well because letting eli out is never a good idea and then side note but the scene with him cutting out his trackers or oh, like grossed me the fuck out i couldn't know um and then we see him get drugged with the power suppressants and then eli kills harvardy and reunites with victor and i like swear to god right, like, for a solid minute when Victor showed up, I thought they were both gonna, like, lay down their weapons, and it was gonna be this, like, really weird, sketchy truce. Like, I don't know why I thought that, but I really thought we were gonna have a truce. (laughs) And then, you know, Sid showed up and killed him, and I honestly wasn't mad about it. Like, I still didn't like Eli, so (laughs) I was not mad that he died <laughs> I'm gonna get so much hate for this Kat already hates me and I'm gonna get so much hate from actual vicious people that listen to this but it's okay the podcast is called my take right okay so now before we wrap up I just want to talk a little bit about like the last book and so like obviously these are my predictions for the last book because the last book is not out yet but um obviously EY gonna come back Right, like Eli cannot stay dead. And I, like, his power is gonna come back wonky, maybe. But I also think that Sid's been getting better, so maybe she'll bring his power back totally fine. And also, when they bring Eli back, they sure as hell better bring Dom back because they're in the same fucking morgue, like, two bodies away from each other. So if Eli comes back and Dom doesn't come back, I'm gonna fucking scream. Um,. And then, I think that maybe if his power comes back wacky, he's going to have the ability to, like, extend his healing and, like, fix Victor. Because I swear to God, when Victor was like, there's no EOs that can, like, save me or whatever, I was like, Eli has this regeneration ability, so he's going to learn to share his power, and that's going to be how you, like, get saved. Right? Like, Eli has this power. It's going to be, like, a thing. So, that's what I think is going to happen. Um... I don't know maybe if Eli saves Victor I will eventually come around to Eli but I doubt it so anyways to wrap up this episode don't kill me for the fact that I didn't come around to Eli I really don't know why I just couldn't and like I really liked Vengeful you know like not as much as I liked Vicious I think because Vicious like felt so good as like a one book thing like it felt like it could have been a standalone and I would have been perfectly happy had I never read Vengeful but Vengeful was also like pretty good and I liked the book and I look forward to eventually reading the third book whenever we get it and you know I'm okay with Eli being dead I'm not okay with Victor not meeting up with Sid and Mitch But, you know, I'm sure it'll work itself out in the third book, which is coming out never, apparently. We have no clue when we're getting a third book. But I look forward to seeing the third book and to, like, figuring out what all is happening and, like, wrapping all of this up. It'll be really interesting because I have no clue how V.E. Schwab is going to wrap everything up, but I'm sure she'll do it in a brilliant and beautiful way. So yeah, I have been Maya Ghosh, and this has been my take on Vengeful by V. Schwab. Thanks for listening. So we're kind of a one-woman show here at My Take, so the credits are not gonna be very long. This podcast is produced and edited um, by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now so thank you Paris and thank you all for listening you can reach me at underscore my take on Twitter and Instagram and please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast that helps a ton so yeah thanks for listening